I want to bring in Dan Deming, the managing director of KKM Financial. Uh, Dan, I can't wait to see the shot here. I imagine your hair's on fire. Uh, we're looking at this number here. The indices, they're on fire here at least. Uh, a big number across the board, whether you're talking about the core at 0.6% on a month over month, year over year at 6.6, or the CPI coming in month over month at 0.4. That's up from a prior 0.1. They were looking for 0.2. I mean, this is going to be uh, a bit of a, a focal point throughout the day here, to say, to say the least. Yeah, it, it certainly has been uh, a huge reaction, as you pointed out, uh, in the futures markets now uh, regarding what was going to be anticipated, I think, as uh, the market was leaning a little offside, to say the least, where we did see the futures up about 40 handles just before the release, uh, with the anticipation that it would actually probably at least come in line with the expectations, if not below those expectations, just based on some of the trends that have been, uh, you know, enunciated in the last several weeks, and we didn't get that. And with that, uh, now we're seeing the markets now pushing down to what could potentially be, uh, you know, significant new lows here for the year. Uh, let's just take a look at those new lows for the year because I have a daily chart here. We we're just looking at the intraday move and the sharp uh, on the one minute uh, time frame. But uh, to Dan's point, bigger picture look here down to 3510. I mean, this is a new low for the year for the ES, the S&P 500 mini contract. And you can see on the daily time frame, this just adds to solidifies that working assumption. This market's trending lower off the all time highs from January 4808. Here it is down to 351025. And we're currently trading uh, 28 quarter right now, down 1.7% almost. Look, the Dow. Now, it is yet to take a new low for the year, and that's partially probably because the dollar is yet to post a new high for the year, although we are getting a nice move here, Dan, up to 113.62. That's up around 114.75. But look, the NASDAQ, a new low for the year as well on this number. And I do want to point real quick here, uh, Dan, the Russell still is yet to get a low for the year. They have yet right. to take out that June low. So I think that's interesting in a divergence we've been pointing out. Does this shift the Fed any, Dan, or just solidify that 75 basis point rate hike for next month? Well, I think it certainly more than likely solidifies the 75 basis point hike uh, in the next month. And it's going to continue to uh, propel them to maintain an aggressive stance. That's, uh, I believe, is the other reason why we're seeing such a reaction here in the markets, at least initially uh, upon, you know, uh, getting these numbers and, and really two disappointing numbers back to back when you look at how the market was anticipating these uh, inflation data points, the PPI and now CPI. So And the jobs uh, yeah, report I, one could argue three, I guess, right? And I guess the jobs report yeah. is three. Exactly, Ben. So, um, yeah, this is uh, it's going to be a challenging environment. Uh, once again, today uh, looks like we were going to get a bit of relief, but uh, at least at this point, not necessarily going to be the case. And you know, I, I think, as you pointed out, you're seeing it filter through all the various asset classes as the repricing of uh, expectations moving forward. And um, it's going to continue to maintain or increase uh, the potential for volatility, which we're already seeing today before the market even opens. So that's going to probably uh, certainly move into uh, the, the regular hours as well. And so I think a lot of people will be keeping an eye on the VIX now, uh, see you know where that heads uh, with this uh, big reversal that we're experiencing so far this morning, as well as, uh, as you pointed out, the shifting dynamics to the dollar rallying significantly on this number. Probably bonds are selling off would be my guess. I have not had the chance to look for the reaction, but I would assume that we're seeing yields pushing higher. So um, uh, overall, yeah, this is going to be a, a challenging environment when you look at the equity markets today.
Just want to pull up the uh, bond chart here. We are selling off, to say the least. And while, uh, again, we were just talking about the indices posting new lows for the year, the bonds have yet to do that. So that low that we saw, again, down around 123.21, still intact. We're, let's see, we're about, uh, it looks like about 15, six, 13 ticks off that right now. So well within reach of today's range. Dan, uh, give me a heartbeat real quick here on this initial jobless claims at 228,000 above consensus for 225 prior to 19 left at 219. Does this just kind of get lost in the dust of uh, the smoke and the uh, uh, dirt stir that uh, CPI has created? It feels like it right now, Ben, uh, because that number is, um, you know, it's still certainly nothing outside of the box, yeah. really, when you look at the general trends. But we are seeing it back up. You know, we're seeing, uh, you know, that, that number is slowly increasing after ticking below 200,000 a few weeks ago. But, uh, you know, not a significant reversal at this point. And uh, I think, you know, relative to what the market was eyeballing here this morning, uh, not going to have too much of an impact uh, relative to the impact that we're seeing coming from the CPI data. You know, Dan, yesterday we were talking a little bit about how coming out of the pandemic, everybody was saying, OK, look to Europe, right, as things are starting to get better and saying Europe's going to be a, a little bit of a leading indicator for us. Inflation in Europe is out of control, right? And I don't want to compare apples and oranges here right now, but I, I think it's it, it, I don't want to necessarily cherry pick either and say, hey, we should be looking to Europe under good conditions when we're looking at uh, conditions getting better. And uh, not necessarily if we look to Europe and some of the inflationary pressures. I mean, this CPI number, this PPI number, that we've seen for the most part kind of in line what we've seen there as far as yeah. inflation at this point and in line with the drumbeat we've heard and the uh, tone we've heard from fed speakers i mean it's here to stay as of right now it seems like it's becoming more entrenched into the pricing structure yeah. and that's what the fed's concerned about yeah and um yeah and yeah as you mentioned it's it, it's a slightly different comparison to what's taking place in europe but from a global perspective there's no question mm -hmm. we're seeing the impact of just some of the dynamics that the markets had to contend with the last couple of years. Certainly, you know, the, the central banks are trying to figure out how to manage the shift uh, coming up through COVID and just the, the, the shocks that are that that really kicked through the system. And, you know, the reverberations continue to be felt as, uh, you know, we did see quite a reaction in uh, liquidity provisions and things of that nature, and now we're seeing the reverse uh, effect, and uh, and it's creating a significant amount of volatility and uncertainty. And also, as you know, the Fed indicated that once you see inflation rear its ugly head, it has a tendency to get entrenched into the system, and that's what they're very concerned about. You know, as you say that, I think of it kind of like apples and oranges, right? U.S. and Europe, but all of this, to your point, kind of a bowl of fruit. And it yeah. seems like it's a little rotten right now as, as I look at it. Um, talk to me because you also talked about, again, uh, the uh, unexpected volatility or the volatility we're seeing from some of these events that are playing out here, these uh, reverse effects. I mean, we've got potential reverse effects from some uh, caps on Russian oil. We're hearing from the IEA right now. They're warning of, again, along these lines, inflation on a global level right now should be a concern and it has potential of sending the, the world economy into a, into a recession. Talk to us a little bit about the news this morning, the, the comments from the IEA in terms of uh, the play through and the feed into the oil discussion there. 
Well, yeah, you know, certainly. I mean, just based on the general metrics of you know where the supplies were prior to the situation, and you know the the adjustments that net need to be made, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's not surprising uh, that they're seeing a challenges. And then OPEC Plus, you know, certainly indicating that they're going to cut production to try to maintain the mm -hmm. pricing structure. And in the U.S. is trying to, uh, again, offset some of that. Uh, you know, we are seeing a shifting dynamic within the, the strategic oil reserves here. That's a concern. Uh, you know, uh, inventories are, again, you know, being challenged at lower ends of the five-year range. Uh, and when you look at historical averages, not only in crude, but also other uh, energy sources as well. And so, yeah, there's concerns that, um, at least for the short term, until the global supply chains kind of reestablish themselves and uh, alternatives are identified that uh, there's going to be uh, challenges there which could lead to pricing pressures which we're seeing inventories near five-year lows you got strategic petroleum reserves near i think it's 30 34 year lows ultimately uh, um, Dan, talk to us uh, uh, lastly in terms of um, as the dust settles from this number, I mean, we have to kind of uh, look a little bit forward as far as some of the data still due out here uh, into the end of the week. We're talking retail sales, a lot of focus on earnings here right now. I guess I'm sort of wondering uh, as we are sort of as investors and traders kind of on the edge of our seats or on the edge, I guess, period, um, ultimately, could this be the straw that breaks the camel's back if we start to hear about a strong U.S. dollar being a headwind and uh, some of these inflationary pressures, uh, continued supply chain uh, headwinds and such? I mean, uh, a lot of focus here on earnings and investors are kind of hoping that we'll get something positive here. I guess I'm wondering, what if we don't? Well, uh, yeah, I don't know, Ben. Right now, this reaction today, I think, is certainly going to be uh, a challenge for people to digest mm -hmm. uh, as we do see the some of the major averages going to new yearly lows and forcefully going there, at least at this point, based on the pricing structure that we're seeing right now. Uh, so that is going to, uh, yeah, certainly work its way through the narrative within not only here in the United States from a global perspective, and it's going to create challenges uh, moving forward because these disruptions take some time to uh, correct themselves. And yeah, the focus will be on earnings, but um, you know, as long as inflation continues to uh, maintain its upward trajectory, which it is to some degree. I mean, even that you know, these new numbers are less than what we did see earlier this year. But you know, from a longer-term standpoint, if we were to maintain these types of uh, month-over-month -month changes, this certainly doesn't bode well for uh, the Fed trying to manage the situation and, uh, you know, growth expectations moving forward. Dan, definitely a, a great day to have you on here in terms of breaking down this data here. Unfortunately, a bit of a disappointing reaction to the news for the Bulls. Uh, obviously, the Bears are cheering this one on. And just real quick, I just wanted to end the discussion here uh, to Dan's point in terms of what we've seen. Here's a look at the Dow. While it has to yet to take out the year-low prints, he, he pointed out that, yes, the NASDAQ in a very swift fashion did. You can see the selling here while large caps are still holding above the 28,635 low. The Russell's still above those June lows that we saw down around 16 40. So keeping an eye on this because, again, just 20 handles off right now, it does seem like a well within reach if the selling in the ES and the NASDAQ continues. Solid breakdown again, Dan. Thanks to you. Appreciate you thanks, joining man. us. Dan Deming from KKM Financial.